This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I think you want to know A dirty little secret About a secret little show Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Monday, November 29th, 2021. Sarah, Vinny, and Bryn, hello. And welcome to our little world. Hey! Where we say whatever the fuck we want. Oh, about anything we want to talk about. Got right and to a- it. Yeah, well, you know, I want to make sure people know this is not a clean show. I don't care what the, the rating on that. <laughs> I was think like, we got to step our game up. I think yeah. maybe by by comparison to other shows, we've been rated clean. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, these guys, no problem, very vanilla, no problem. We're gonna get down and dirty. Well, probably not. Probably, uh, but you know, we're gonna talk about what we talk about. But I, I mean, clean show? I, I don't think so. Far from. Yeah, me. I was. I'm surprised, but but then then again. There's a lot going on out there that we're not party to. Yeah. A lot. Yep. Just in the city itself. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm actually, I, the more things I'm not a party to, the simpler and happier my life is. No thanks with all your weird kinky shit. But, you, you know, know, write us about it, of course. I feel oh, like Kaporo used to, you know, bring that into the studio and would just really Ka-poo-ho. show us another world. And now he's, he's an old he's married so, lady. He's tamer than me. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. I know. Well, I, I, I actually think that Scott is not tamer than any of us, but he has appearances to keep up and a, and a jealous husband who gets mad. Mm. That's what I think is going on there. You're I think probably he, right. He doesn't want no trouble. But, but also with his boiled apples. I know. His, what you the know, fuck, dude? Stop with the Ayurvedic or whatever the hell it's called. You and stupid your, compost uh, tea. and Yeah, and your your essential oils. Oh, and you're good just, Lord. Get out of here. Like, it's, that's so far. Like, when I hear that, I just think, what happened to this guy? It's so fussy. You know, he <laughs> was over here for poker, uh, I don't know, two months ago, whenever that was. Oh, he didn't wedge his way into your house over Thanksgiving? No. He, I'm I, shocked. I, well, you know, listen, we're not, we're, we're, it's not that we're locked down. It's that we're just, we're just doing our own thing, you know? I don't, I don't want to host people all the time. So anyways, he comes over for poker a couple months ago. I, you know, I probably told you this, but we're all drinking and we're and look, you don't have to drink. I have no problem with that. Plenty of times Scott's just having water or whatever it is. Uh, 
but he go, I go, I go, hey, I'm gonna go in and make drinks. Who wants what? And he's like, I'd like a tea, please. What? And early in the night, I was like, all right, you can have a tea. Here's the, so we have this. We bought a poker table, like it's a freaking nice poker table with like a wood edge and a or like a it's got like a leather. You've seen it, Brandon. Yeah, it's got like a leather wrap thing and then like a elbows down. And a yeah, wood thing nice. and then there's a there's a felted part in the middle. It's really it's a it's nice legit, table. Yeah. Hold on, it, it's it's an actual table, not just something that you fold out over the top of another table. It's an the table top is not foldable. It's a full thing, but it has pull down legs so you can store it. Ah, uh, got it. It okay. weighs. It takes two people, and you break a sweat to move. Okay, the thing. got like it. Like it basically stays there. So it's this. It's the real deal. It's a real deal. So it has these little built-in cup holders, and these cup holders fit cups, not mugs that have handles on them. All oh, right. Cups. <laughs> so I'm looking at him, and he goes, "I'm gonna have tea," and I'm like, "Okay." I'm going to go boil water for you and I'm going to bring out a selection of teas for you. And I, what do you want? Milk, honey? Like, I mean, what a pain in the ass. <laughs> like, listen, I'm bitching about nothing really, but I was just like, okay, tea. That no, you're not. I don't think that people expect to make tea when they're hosting a card party, but right. you know, I it get just, it. it. I just see the tea going all over the felt. That's what I see in my head. And oh, spoiler alert: that did not happen. Oh, but it's a God. huge pain. Thank God for him because they've ruined a lot of my stuff. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> luckily that didn't happen. But it's a pain in the ass, right? So it's tea, and it's early on in the night. So I'm like, all right, fine. Guy wants a cup of tea great you can switch to water he can have a drink whatever afterwards so now it's an hour later and i'm like okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna make more drinks let's take a five minute break i'm gonna make drinks and you know who needs what and or and people come in and grab a beer you know whatever they need to do and he's like i'd like another cup of tea and i'm all well this is continuing get up and get it yourself so i <laughs> But I, you know, I'm hosting, so I'm going to make everybody else's drink, but I'm like, fuck you and your tea. So I go in and I make him another cup of tea. I boil the water and bring this in, get rid of the old bag and do the, still bitching about nothing, I know. And then he gets a third cup. Meanwhile, I'm getting steadily more tipsy. Drunk, and right. I, you know, and I'm like, the last thing I wanted, what I want to do is pour vodka over rocks and hand it to you. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Like, exactly. will you please stop with this <laughs> fucking tea thing. And I'm like, it's just, and he he's the one who wanted to have the poker party. He's like, I want to play poker. I'm like, I feel like next time I'm going to say, I'll, let play, I'll set up a poker game for you, but I'm not serving you tea. Like the whole time I was super like, I had anxiety that he was going to spill the, the tea and it was going to be hot tea and it was going to burn someone and it was going to stain my table. I'm like, this is, I don't want to serve you tea. I don't want to. If I can put it in a sippy cup, I'll do that. Bring your own it. sippy cup, by the way. No surprise, though, at all. What? A pain that, in the ass, that right? Scott has to have something off the menu. He's so No right, surprise. Right. Off the menu. It's like the next thing you know, he's going to ask for a goddamn boiled apple. And I'm not doing it. Anyway, he's very persnickety. He wants what he wants. Oh, so that that's... Oh, God. That it, was okay. it. Just back to the... So that's who he is now. He used to be the guy who's like, piss on me. You know, yeah. put me in the trough. Or <laughs> I go to the, the bathhouse, take my right. clothes off, and fuck everybody. Right. That's the old Scott. The new one is like, I, could I trouble you for another another spot of tea? Right. I'm like, 
It is trouble. <laughs> I'm going I'm to allow it. There's going to be a caveat for the next time where I'm like, there's no tea. If the, if the vessel in which the beverage is conveyed cannot fit into the cup that's built into the table, you can't have it. That sounds Again, like a good rule. Yeah, not right? surprised at all that Scott's off the menu, but you know, oh, that's you're a good fans. friend. You've I been a, a good friend, friend to him for many years. Well, he's a good friend to me too, except for when he breaks stuff. God, so many things have happened. <laughs> they put diesel in my car. They lost the $200 key fob. They flooded my guest house. I honestly believe it's a lopsided friendship, but that nonetheless, you feel mm. like you're getting what you need from well, him, and that's I, great. I do. I love him, and I and I actually really love Edson too. And they they've been then the kids love Edson. They like Scott, but they love Edson. And Edson just like he's a child anyway, and they have great convos, and they all get stoned together. So ah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Uncle Edson shows up with the doobie weed. Is oh, that no. It? Uncle Edson shows up and goes, does anyone have any weed? Oh. I'm like, um, yeah, let me go knock on my kid's door. I can smell it. <laughs> if you told me what my life was going to be like when I had little babies, you know, like that, that weed would be legal and that I'd actually prefer my kids to do that than to drink. And I mean, it's just it's such a it's such a weird and they're young men now. Like, I'm not going to tell them. Oh, no, they can go to the dispensary themselves, right? Right. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be so permissive, but I got to go to bed at 7.30 and I can only handle so much. Like, I really hate that about myself that I just, I really want to be what, that naggy. Your foot down? Well, <laughs> about everything, not just about the weed, like whatever. Uh, certainly, I look back when I was 14 years old, I was getting stoned every day. Like that's, you know, they weren't. That I know of, uh, but you know, I, I, I'm that would be the pot calling the kettle black, I guess. But I really wish that I could put my foot down with other stuff. But truthfully, I am looking to. I, I look for peace in my life. You pick your battles. I do pick my battles. I pick very few of them. Most of them, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not picking that one. What, yeah, what else I, I, I'm <laughs> swiping. The, I'm swiping left. Is that the way? Yeah, I yeah, absolutely want my kids to to try to get through school without drugs and alcohol yes. if we can get there and they can get to their grown-up lives and decide to buy pot like that i don't care about that especially just pot i don't yeah. care about that at all my daughter right now goes i wish i could have blue hair and i go you can have it who have the it. hell cares about no. your hair color i know i don't care about that that is that will not stunt your growth that will not send you on the wrong path. And that, that will nothing. go back. That's not like if you want to get your ears gauged, now we're going to have a conversation. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> but the other stuff, sure. I mean, not gross. I take that back. If you're a grown up and you've done that and you've decided that's the look you want, yeah. plates in your ears, then good for you. Yeah. But yeah, I would definitely fight that. You're going to be 18 well. and you're going to pay for that yourself. Right. And actually, and by you, the way, please not do it. That'd be great. When you're 30 something, you're going to think of yourself as an idiot for having low like put a a droop in your earlobe right. like that because you're not going to want that once you're 30 something well but maybe you always will yeah maybe sure. maybe mm. yeah anything right. else to report from over vacation was there any like you know you tell me well did you, i told you I everything you probably we... didn't get to have any sex in hawaii uh one day oh, oh and actually nice. 
another day I was just starting to touch her vagina <laughs> when the door swung open. And it wasn't because the door wasn't even, we were keeping the door cracked, you know, because you're right. trying to make sure the kids know that mom and dad are in the, you know, haven't yes. left the room for, right. you know, uh, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I was just starting to work her clit. Just getting there, like, just, oh, look at that. I'm reaching over. Let's see if I can get mom worked up. And the door swings open, and I'm like, why, you little fucker. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry. That, that does suck. Yeah, it does. I was, well, I mean, I don't know that. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure, based on all of your tellings, that the wife went, whew, yeah. thanks, kid. Me, was, on the other had, hand. She had I, definitely I'm, texted the kid in the other room and said, hey, get in here. Hey, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> if you're reaching Come, over and her oh, hands were free, she was yeah. definitely, yeah. Come was, save mommy. Come yeah. on. Get in here. That Come is on such now. a bummer. Yeah, it is a real buzzkill, yeah. but yeah. I, well, I, don't worry. The kids will get older and then you'll, I'm sure your sex life will resume. Yeah, you, you think. Then she'll have no, no excuses. Right. <laughs> she'll just have to say, you know what? I really don't want to. Yeah, that's great. Truth hurts. So, yeah, I got it once, but then the second try was was foiled. So, you know, once in a week, that's about the, the normal. Sure. The normal run at it. So there. Yeah, our kids right. were our kids were out a lot. Well, all all their friends were home, you know. Oh, so they were partying. Thanksgiving. So they were out and just, you know, I, we hardly saw them, which is it's so nice, actually. Like when they were both gone, Riley was on that road trip and Sean was in New York and we had a whole week. We've never had that in the entire time that we've been married with kids. There's never been a whole week where it was just the two of us together. It was so, it was lovely. Like we just did whatever we wanted and we made sandwiches every night and the kids won't put up with that shit. You know, I'm like, we have sandwiches every night. Let's just, this tomato is delicious. Let's get another one of these and we'll just have tomato sandwiches all week. It was really nice. Uh, is is yeah right moving to New York or what? You know he's not. He, he wants to, and that is his plan. And he, if he, I've told him that because he didn't go to college, um, or he did briefly. If he goes to school there, and there's apparently City College of Brooklyn or something like that, uh, has an actually pretty good music production program, and you have, you get a, um you get access to a studio. Oh. Uh, off hours, right? Because if he lives in an apartment, he's not. I'll tell you something. The amount of noise that kid makes in that room, on just on the regular, is uh, that's unacceptable in an apartment. It would never fly unless you lived in a totally cement underground apartment. You would be bothering someone. Yeah. And we've talked about that with him. I'm like, listen, you know, forget roommates and and noisy roommate. You're like you can't be in a room in in a roommate situation and be making that kind of noise. It's just not and what does happen. he say? And he's like, yeah, I know. It'll be tough. So he finds this school, and he, he, and he's got some friends there. And so I, I think one of them actually goes and is in this program. And he's like, it's great. You can go use the studio whenever you want. You just sign up for it. And, um, and then he has some money. We saved his whole life for college. And right. that money is not being used. And so I said, you can use it. If you're going to school, we can pay for your housing. You know, those are all things that legitimately we can pull that money out for. But obviously your tuition and then whatever, you know, room and board. Um, 
So he wants to do it, and that is the plan, but he needs to, there are things he needs to do here. And Sean's got his stuff. Like he's, he's not, I hate to say he's not fully functional, but he has challenges. And so it's frightening to me as his mother to say, go across the country. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because I'm afraid he's not going to remember to pay his bills or he's not going to or he's going to lock himself out. And I'm well, not gonna look, to... <clears throat> the beauty of him getting a uh, first try at it, in my opinion, while you're still completely here and able to pull him right back home yep. is that it gives him a first look at what life Living is like without own. mom and dad. Right. Exactly. And, and he needs that. And whether or not. He takes it seriously enough to come up with workarounds because that's what anybody would have to do. Even my daughter, who has a health challenge different than his challenges, but still nonetheless, she can't go leave the house for the whole day without thinking about what she's going to eat, where she's going to get it, and whether or not she's prepared that right. herself. She's got to do some planning. So there's a lot of right. planning involved, and he's going to have to come up with workarounds, whether that is a note that says, it's the fifth. You have to pay your cable bill right. today. Well, the beautiful like, thing about our phones is that you can program them, mm-hmm. and they can remind you. You just have to not dismiss that and then go about your business and forget all about it. I know. Right. Well, that's, so that's what it comes down to is whether or not he's willing to put these work, these things to help him in place and follow them or do exactly what you just said, snooze. And then, you know, as soon as I actually think if he falls on his face a couple times, that's when he'll start to get that. He's got to put this stuff together. And that's one of the things he doesn't get in this house. He's not allowed to fall on his face in this house. It just, we, it doesn't happen. You guys hold him up. We we support him, and I would. Con- I absolutely am never going to throw the kid out, right? So he will continue to be supported for now. But he can't not try to assemble a life for himself. Yeah, it's going to be. And I know he wants to do that. He has, you know, he's he says the right things, and his heart's in the right place. It's a matter of getting it done. Well, what's what I was getting at, in my opinion, is is way less about him having success this time or today, but eventually you're going to die. If everything goes as it's supposed to, you're going to die before him and he's going to have a long life ahead after you're gone. And he needs to have experienced this to do well after you're gone. Even if you give him all of your money and you even say, Hey, your brother's doing fine. So we're just going to give all the money to Sean. Right. He's still got to be able to manage that or he's not going to make it. Well, and, you know, as he's becoming an adult here, we're going to see what happens. But it's funny because every time we talk about Britney Spears conservatorship, um, which I'm not talking about necessarily a personal conservatorship, but and I don't even want to get too deeply into this. We've we've discussed a plan to make sure that that kid 
we'll see how he does on his own, and then we'll right. just, then we'll figure <laughs> out what's gonna. Right. Anyway, we've all got our challenges. We yep. all have our th- we all have our absolutely our crosses to bear, and and he's a I, he's a beloved cross. So it's not, you know, I I love that kid, and I think he's insanely talented, and needs the just needs the right situation, but mm-hmm. I can't live his life for him. Okay, um, this uh, I don't know that we're even going to get to one of these uh, bad advices, but what I have here is a response to. All I guess somebody sat down on a Friday and listened to all the podcasts for the week and had thoughts okay. on every one of them. All right. Hello, radio family. Do not say my name. Longtime listener wanted to respond to all five of the Secret Show problems this week. I'll try to keep my responses to a minimum. Um, hubby with vasectomy issue, which. Was this where the guy went in to get it and it went wrong? Like the guy's in, super injured? I can't even really remember this one. Yeah, I think that was it. I don't remember it. You know, can you look in the red folder and see if you can find it? Anyway, here's what she has to say about right. it. Uh, my husband had a vasectomy. It's truly the best thing he did for our sex life. And it's, uh, and Vinny, you should get it done. Get him to the doctor. This is the, um, oh, this is the guy who had a vasectomy and now he doesn't want to have sex anymore is that what it was uh get him to the doctor asap rule out any medical issues i have a medical issue that causes my hoo-ha to be sore itchy and painful not any kind of vd it's actually an autoimmune autoimmune disorder my mom has it also it's hereditary so sex can be super painful for me that gets inside my husband's head so we had to do something to work on that we talked about it he went to the doctor he got little pills life is much better our sex life is as good as it can get with my broken (laughs) hoo-ha she got a broken hoo-ha uh, the lady that doesn't want to trip over the dog on Thanksgiving. Grow the fuck up. People don't train their dogs. It is what it is. Either go or don't, but get the fuck over it. It's been two years. <laughs> By the way, my dogs are allowed in the kitchen, but they have a spot. And if they're not on their spot, they're not in the kitchen. And listen, not everybody does train their dogs. That's just the way it is. Some people are like militant about it. And other people just, the dog is in a free fall. Crazy. Yeah. And it, and it really does ruin a lot of, Home time when you're kid when you don't have control over your pet, right? <clears throat> Absolutely, and it's freaking annoying as fuck when you show up at someone's house and you've got a nice outfit on because you're all going out for dinner, and the dog jumps on you and rips your shirt and puts their dirty paws on you, and you're like, "Oh my god, this!" Well, you know, is never going to happen again, yeah, right? Next time he's going to stay in the car. I do honk yeah. from the driveway, all right? <clears throat> uh, and then they're like, "Oh, you don't like dogs?" I'm like. I don't not like dogs. I like dogs. I'm fine with dogs. You know, I like good dogs. I like dogs with good owners. Train their dogs. And are and, and even if they haven't trained their dog, they at least know that people are coming and they put the dog away so that the dog doesn't jump on people. Big dog. To the lady that her older brother is reaping all the rewards, let's just put it this way. I can totally relate to you. My sibling bought my parents' old house and I knew nothing of it until it was a done deal. Parents are still living. You need to take your mother down and get a trust, a will, and a power of attorney. Also a health directive. If anything happens to her in the future, you'll need all these things to be able to help her. Tell her you're doing it so the house won't go through probate when she dies. You'll both lose a ridiculous amount of money if she doesn't have a trust at the time of her death. And you're going to have to write off that other shit. Either ask for help or get over it. (laughs) She's a get over it kind of person. Mm -hmm. Four, I love V. Hale on the show. I've been married 25 years. My husband has never once splooged on my face. Yuck, hard no. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't do that. I, that's uh, never been a thing for me, and I'm surprised at how many people are. As long as it doesn't get in my eye. Okay with it. Well, look. It, you said you you fake it like you're gonna let them do it, but you never let them well, do it. Is what you said. I don't Sarah. do it anymore. But I see because I've gotten it in my eye before. But especially like in the olden days, I'd be like, yeah, shoot it everywhere. And then I'd be all like, ah, it's in my hair. Everywhere. I want a bummer. <laughs> Go ahead, shoot it. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I do know. I've I've talked with uh, women that are like, he needs to put it here or there or whatever and you just kind of go like okay well everybody's got their kinks or their their needs whatever works but i don't i've never had that like burning desire to just splash someone in the face i just don't I have in, yeah. in fact if anything you've uh, had that burning desire <laughs> oh you have yeah just because i don't know i'm not like that guy that needs it every time but i've certainly been that guy in that in a moment where i'm like this would be cool let me go for that <laughs> you know and i've I've Look, actually- if I'm getting a BJ, that that makes a lot more sense. But in normal, in the course of normal sex, I wouldn't pull out of a vagina. Oh no, that's then... I don't think anyone's saying that. No. Oh, okay. yeah, no, I've it, done this that is too. Blowjob yeah. adjacent. <laughs> I've done the sex to the this faces. Is... Absolutely. Right. Oh my, you pop right up to get I don't it know. In maybe her it's, face? maybe it's from porn or something. I'm I like, think it is. Well, yeah, that's it. You porn. see it in porn where the guy gets up and he's uh-huh. sort of pinching it, like, right. okay, I gotta hold it back. And he's moving to another location, and then he gets close to the face and is able to, you know, pop it. But to me, I'm, I feel like I'll pull out and be hovering right over her tummy, mm-hmm. and I just want her to pull on it one more time. Just pull oh, on that. that's a technique. I haven't and tried then that she one. pulls on it, and it's right over her tummy. Um, that's in missionary, obviously. Sure, I mean, you got to right. be in uh-huh. a certain right. Yeah. I mean, right. Otherwise, you're in control of that. The uh. The thing about the splooge in the face, it's it's hotter to talk about it. Like John likes when I talk about where I want him to put it, or you know where where it need, that need, and he likes to hear about it happening. You know, and I'm a, I I, I like dirty talking because mm-hmm. it really moves things along. Right. And uh, so because you like it, and by the way, because you like it, because you wouldn't okay. get that good just simply to. Oh no, I did. Move I mean, things listen, along. We, were, we all have our motivations. Right. So. Uh, I'll tell him, you know, yeah, shoot it in my face. And then I make sure my face isn't in the way. And hopefully his eyes are closed, you know. <laughs> he doesn't notice. I'm like, oh, you. It's in my face. <laughs> it goes right over your shoulder onto the back of your, your calves. <laughs> right. <laughs> or off to the side. I just get out of the way. All the time. I'm like, yeah, shoot it past me. Uh, and this one is the main reason that this person wrote in. Uh, to the mom and dad who are trying to help their boy out of an abusive relationship does not agree with you quite strenuously. Uh, Vinny, your parents are supposed to be there to help you. If one of your daughters was in an abusive relationship with a man, you wouldn't tell her to fucking figure it out on her own. She's mad about this. You would do everything possible to help her. My advice is to go to a domestic abuse shelter and talk to them. Just because he's a man and just because he's gay does not mean he's not being domestically abused. You cannot, you legally cannot just kick somebody out of the house if they've had residency there. Then oh, that could be an issue. Mm-hmm. If they've been getting mail there for more than a few months, he can sue and get back in there. If his name isn't on the lease anywhere, I would say put your notice, put in your notice, get the son another apartment somewhere else. And you may still have to look into a restraining order. If you don't get anywhere with them, then the next stop is the police department and figure out what your steps are to escape this. Boys are just as easy, easily manipulated and abused by a partner. Vinny, I usually agree with everything you say, but you missed the mark on this one. I, I'm team Sarah and Bryn on this one. 
You know what I'll say? What I'll say to that? Helicopter all day. And and that's good, you guys. I, I, I'm happy you got you won that one. Uh, What I would say to that is, first of all, I'll admit there's a double standard that I would have for my daughters over this guy. Number two, what I would say is, even if this guy was my son, I would have been. I would have intervened years ago when this. When this guy moved in with my kid and wasn't working, I would have never stopped. And I mean literally never stopped saying, get that fucking freeloader off the couch right now. He's a grown man who needs to fucking work. And you do not make enough money to keep somebody. The kid was in in school. That kid was in school. He wasn't even making any money. There's no way I would have sat there and allowed that to happen. So that would have already been addressed well before it got to this point. Well, the problem is, though, and it's it's like any of those things, you the more you rail against a decision someone has made in their life, the more thrown into it with that person they can become. You might be right, and I don't disagree, but I would have at least... This this child of mine would have known well in advance that the situation they're allowing to happen is unacceptable. I think a kid you raise would also be like, what are you talking about, punk? Get a job. Like, I I don't, you know, it just comes down to who who raised you and how right. how harsh you are in your own judgments about in about things that happen in your life. Although I will say sometimes people find themselves in situations which are of their own making but right. have proceeded past a point that they're able to control. And it can be an age thing, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Like people can find themselves in abusive relationships even if they're just mentally abusive, like those those gaslighting things we've been hearing about, yeah, like it's you know it, it you if you find yourself in there, I I would want my kid to reach out to me for help, and I would hundred percent be like, I'll help you move his shit out. But no, she I'm, does I'm make with really you guys. Good- I just think that there's some personal responsibility. Like that situation was created by that young man allowing this person, a fully formed, functioning adult. To sit on the couch and be kept, be a kept person. And that situation was created by that young man, the one that's now being considered abused. And, and, and I just, I don't think I would have sat by for that. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, and you're right. Maybe I would have said something. It would have pushed him away, him or her away, and they would have stopped talking to me. I and, would have looked at it as like a, a moment where like, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't want to ever go, I told you so, but like I would want to say, please tell me you've learned something from this. Mm-hmm. That like, okay, we're going to rescue you. But like you said, I would be dead someday. Like, you know, you're 40-something years old and you're, you get find yourself in a situation like that and I'm, I'm not going to be there to help you. So you've got to, you know, get some life skills out of this and make some better decisions. Yeah, you know, I think that um, you don't have to have partnership in your life. You don't. It's not necessary. It's good, and I believe in it. But partnership, in my opinion... Well, if you define it, this didn't meet that. Right. It just, to me, that's not what you would be looking for. And I would absolutely... I'm already talking to my kids, and we model that for my kids as well. There's Everybody works around here. Everybody gets stuff done around here. There is nobody on a free ride. And that's certainly important for me to teach my kids. I, I wouldn't have let that 
happened the way it did. And and so, but I don't disagree with this lady. You're right. If you your get daughter to, was in that situation, of course, you'd move heaven and earth to make sure. Yeah, she was safe. I just I think that I would have handled it differently leading up to it. But but you're right. I wouldn't I wouldn't let my kid drown. No, you certainly wouldn't stand by and watch it. That's for sure. Sometimes no. people drown and they didn't tell their parents and their parents are like, what? I would have helped you with that. Yeah. So at least he came to them and, you know, through tears, told them what this what the situation was. Right. Um, I would love a follow up on that one. Um, on any of them, actually, when we give bad advice, we absolutely love to not just hear people's reactions to it, because I think that those are I love this stuff. I think it's really interesting to hear what other people's take is on it. Um, but I love the follow up letter from the person who actually wrote in to begin with. I think mm-hmm. that's I always think that's it's funny. Like I didn't take your advice and here's what happened or I did take your advice and here's what happened. Because usually, you know, really, you should just take our advice, even though it's bad advice. It's right there in the title. Right. Hey, send uh, send your questions and problems and, and situations situations along to Bryn, B-R-Y-N, at RadioAlice.com. Also, uh, if you find it hard to remember to listen to our show when it happens on the stream at 10 o'clock in the morning, um, I'll text you. I have a whole system set up. I've already even sent out today's text to remind people that, that it's happening. My number is 415-358-1965. Just I, I'm not going to spam you with anything. I barely, I see your name. That's it. That's all the info I get on you. So just uh, just text me at that number and it'll bounce back and then you're you're in. Um, and it makes it easy. I'll just tell you. And, and then if we go live on Facebook or something, when that's happened, I can send out a quick text and let you know that that's happening as well. Um, all right. Welcome back. It's Monday, a couple weeks here and, and uh, Christmas is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. So have a wonderful day. It's going to be gorgeous Man. today. We're done already? Yeah, it's been 32 minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Give me the magic words. All right.